0: and dads you can relate to this if you've had kids you've had little tiny tiny ones you know you go to work you go out to school you go out wherever you go you're out for the day doing whatever we do and we come home and when they're little I always tease Emma about this when they're little they come running up to the door daddy 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 it's like their tails are wagging right but don't you love that moment yeah I I miss it because they're bigger now and if they come charging at me they'd knock me over but uh, actually they put me in the hospital doing that Um, (laughs) but isn't that like isn't that the way it is we loved it when you guys did that I loved it it was awesome (laughs) see see there you go well you know God's just like that weeks and weeks ago we were talking about how God loves Jesus and I said I'm going to rock your world and I showed you that passage where God loves you just like he loves Jesus anybody remember that if you don't if you don't ask me and I'll show you where it is but he loves you just, he loves us just like he loves Jesus. I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense to me. But you know what? It's just like, it's just like that parent waiting at the door for, you know, for the kids to come running up to him. And you know, daddy, 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 daddy. You know what? God's like that. He's always there. He's waiting there. The door is wide open. And he gets excited when you come and you tell him you love him. And you're, and you're wagging your tail, however that looks like for you. Do you know what I'm saying? He loves that. He loves that. He loves you so much. He loves you just like he loves Jesus. I don't get it. I don't know how he does that, but he just does. He loves you just like he loves Jesus. And when we sing love songs to him that we love him, and we we love him, and we love him, and we love him, my Jesus, we say that. He loves that. It's like you're running running up to the door. He's walked in the door, and you're running up to him and just telling him how much you love him. And he's just loving you right back. That is so cool. That is so cool. And he does that. Just run to him. And then we sing that song. And then in the song, talks about how we're going to be in heaven forever, together with him. And we really do get to run up to those gates. We do, right? We get to run up to those gates. Imagine the first time we get to see him, right? Imagine that first time you get to see him. It's like, <gasps> what are you going to do? I don't know. I don't know if I'll be able to stand up. I don't know if I'll be able to run. I don't know what'll happen, but I'm just going to want to grab on and say, Daddy, Daddy, I love you. Oh, this is awesome. Yes. That's the key, and we're gonna I, I'm gonna talk a little bit this we're gonna talk about some stuff this morning, but the key is that relationship. It's the key is about that relationship. He just wants your heart, he just wants to hang out with you, he just wants to be with you, he just wants to see you smile because he cares about you and he loves you. And that's just the bottom line, that's the way it is. I was telling somebody that years ago when I was a kid, you know, I, I was trying to tell them that Jesus loved them, and they said, Well, how do you know Jesus loves you? didn't have an answer I went and talked to my youth pastor that's why we have good youth pastors and he came back to me and says you know you, just because you know you know that you know that you know and I know that I know that I know I just know you know what I'm saying do I start do we sing what do we do here you're you're the boss here right now so well you're not the boss Holy Spirit's the boss but you know it's all good. Okay, let's roll. What a transition, eh? <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> we're gonna try some. Uh, we're we're gonna try some new technology today, um, and it, it it should work really cool. Watch this. Oh, it's. That wasn't it. All of you, all of you, Android people, keep your mouth shut. <laughs> I did. Was that cool or what? <laughs> you better watch it. I'm pointing at you. Get to your seat. Ah, <laughs> uh, I love it. Uh, anyways, we're gonna we're gonna play around with this and try this out. So, um, guess what we're gonna talk about today. Uh, No, not me, Heather. We're going to talk about tithing and giving, okay? That's what we're going to talk about today. So, come on, let's see it go. Oh, there we go. Hey, it works. All right. Listen, this is a pastor's message, okay? This is from pastor to you. This is a pastor's message. This is what this is, okay? Okay. and, and I want to share this with you today. Uh, I'm probably going to say some things that might upset your apple cart a little bit, but stick with me, okay? If I say some things that don't really make sense and... <gasps> Hang on a second. Just, just stay with me, okay? And if you're visiting with us here today, I want you to know that I'm not preaching this message to get into your wallet. That's not what we're here about, okay? Uh, if you're visiting today, I want you to take this information and wherever your home church is, or wherever it is that God's planted you, take these principles and use it there. I'm not asking you to use it here. Everybody understand? Do I need to clarify that some more? We're good. Okay, so don't go to don't go somewhere and say yeah, oh yeah, the pastor all he was talking about was giving. He was trying to take money from us. That is not what I'm talking about today. That's not what I'm here for. These principles are stuff that you can use and and need to know uh, as Christians. We need to know this stuff and we need to be able to use it. So we've been talking uh, we've been talking about God's promises. We've been going through that God's promises series. Um, and there's some promises when it comes to finances. There's promises when it comes to Tithing and giving, and I want to talk to you about some of those today, Bonnie. I think the uh, you're going to have to flip it for me because it doesn't want to play with the router. So it's not the iPhone's fault; it's the router's fault. <laughs> we need new. We need an Apple router. That's what we need. It, no, we don't. <laughs> Anyways, um, <clears throat> so let's talk about tithing first of all, okay? What is tithing? <clears throat> what is the definition of tithing? What is tithing? What's the purpose of it? What what is it? Okay, the definition of tithing is to pay or give a tenth part of a special a tenth part of, especially for the support of the church. Okay, that definition I pulled out of Wikipedia or somewhere. It's a definition. It's there. This isn't just a biblical term. It's used in the Bible, obviously, but it, it's a term. That's the definition. Okay, and. Uh, that 's what it is so it 's taking ten percent, basically taking ten percent of what you earn and giving it and basically giving it to support the church okay and what 's happening in the church everybody understand that this costs money okay that 's the bottom line. It costs money to be here. it costs money to have the building open it costs fi- it costs money to keep the heat on. Uh, <coughs> it costs money to have nice soundboards and, and all the rest of it. It all costs money. And it's important that we understand that, that we, have to, we have to keep that in mind that it's important. We've got, we've got salaries, that we've got people here. I mean, really, when things happen and we need, we need a, a pastor, we need Pastor Shane or we need Pastor Becky to, to go and, and be somewhere and, and support you and support your family. I mean, how many, how many appreciate it when they're able to do that? Yeah, okay. I know I do. I know I do. There's times when I unload on Pastor Shane, uh, and he doesn't see it coming. Um, why don't you guys scooch over here? You feel so far away. Like, uh, don't worry, I'm not spitting or anything. Just, yeah. Come on, slide down here so it's a little bit more snugly. That's better. You can go one more, Rosie. Just yeah, there we go. And kicks, I know you a little better, bit. Are you I, I do. I feel loved. Thank you. Yes, you're, you're a good boy. Okay. But we appreciate this. I appreciate them. I appreciate the times when I've, got a, when I've got something goofy going on over at the hockey rink that I can sit down with Pastor Shane. I can get on the phone. Pastor Shane will come and meet me. We'll go for coffee. We'll go for lunch. Sometimes it, it, it's he has no idea what's coming, but, well, sometimes he does. But I, I appreciate to, ha- to be able to have that. Right? Come on. Of course we do. Of course we do. And... That's what that's what it's for. That's what tithing is all about. Right in the we go right back to the Old Testament. That's what it was for. That was the purpose of it. When 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 we, we get into Leviticus and the law and all that was there for the purposes of, of making sure that the church was there, that it was functioning properly, that the the the, the pastors of the day uh, were supported, because that was their role. They were there to they were there for ministry purposes, that was their role. So everybody understand what it is and where it comes from? Okay, so that is, is, is in the Bible, it's a, it's a biblical principle, it's there. Okay, um, basically, what we believe with tithing, okay, is that we believe that tithing is trusting God, okay, can do more with your 90% than you can do with your 100%. Let's try that again, Okay. Trusting, tithing is trusting that God can do more with 90% of your income than you can do with 100% of your income. That math doesn't make sense to the world. When you read in the Bible that spiritual things don't make sense, the things of God don't make sense to those who don't know God and don't have God in their heart, well, this doesn't make sense to them. Well, 100% equals more than 90%. Well, no, it doesn't, actually. But in the world's point of view, and what the world sees, that 100%, you're 10% ahead of the game if you keep that extra 10%. Well, it doesn't work that way with God. It's different. God can do more with 50% of your income than you can do with 100%. I got a couple people make note. Thank you, Margaret. Okay, it's true. Okay, I haven't got everybody on page here. Okay. Let me tell you, God can do more with 50% of your income than you can do with 100%. We're still Pentecostals. All right, I love it. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) Wow, we're, we're breaking the sound barrier here. Come on, it's true, okay? And it, if you're, you sit there and you're thinking about it, yeah, that doesn't make sense, that doesn't make sense. Well, yeah, it does in God's math and the way God deals with things. God created what you have. God created every last loony, toony dollar that you've got in your wallet. He created it. He owns it. It's his anyways. He just lent it to you, okay, to use it. It's still his, God created this world, he created this universe, he created everybody in it. It's still his. So you telling me he can't do more with 50% than you can with 100? Yeah, he can. Now, I'm not telling you to give away 50%. I'm not telling you to sell everything and, you know, give it to the church. That's not what I'm telling you. Okay? We're going to get there to what I'm telling you. Okay? Everybody got this? All right. Let's move on. Okay, <clears throat> we'll read through this. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. And try me now in this. Test me out. See if I'm telling you the truth. I double dog dare you. Go for it. Try me. Try me in this. Says the Lord of hosts If I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you, such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. There's our promise. Okay? God's saying, try this out. Try me out. I'm telling you. If you tithe, if you give me 10%, I will open up the windows of heaven and pour a blessing out on you. Try me out on this. That is a principle. That is truth. That has not changed. That does not go away. Okay? Okay? Still there. Still active today. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground, nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field, says the Lord of hosts. And all nations will call you blessed, for you will be a delightful land, says the Lord of hosts. These are promises from God's word. Yes, Old Testament. Yes, still alive. Yes, still true. Those promises are alive today. It's there. Those principles are there. Really, when you think about it, if you believe God's word is true, then it'd probably be silly not to take advantage of this promise. And how about that for an insurance policy? You hear what I'm saying? When we accept Jesus into our hearts, we have a life insurance policy, yes? Okay, penalty of sin is gone, it's paid for, it's done, we're going to heaven. Woohoo! Okay? Well, here's another insurance policy. If you do this, if you follow this, go back, go back, go back. Go back. Hit the back button, Bonnie. Hit the arrow button to the left. Like I said, we're working through this process. Oh, there we go. All right. Come on, everybody, for Bonnie. Yes. Okay, here's here's an insurance policy. Okay, you've got an insurance policy on your house. You've got an insurance policy on your car. And if you don't, I'll find you. (laughs) Okay? Okay. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sake so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground. That's an insurance policy. There's a promise. If you do this, if you tithe, I will take care of your stuff. Truth. Some of you should be some, grabbing some pens and papers and writing this stuff down. This is good stuff, okay? And, and yeah, right there, it's there. Okay? Take a photo of it. I love it. It's perfect. Keep taking pictures, it's good. Um, Is it a me? Wait, wait, okay, go, I'm smiling. (laughs) Moments over, you lost it. Okay, Okay. take this stuff, and really, honestly, I, I wanted to start with this too. I want you to take what I'm telling you, dig it out, look at it, read it, study it, Come back to me. If you don't believe what I'm telling you, if you think what I'm telling you is not true, I want you to come and talk to me. Don't just take my word for it. Don't just take Pastor Shane's word for it. Take my word for it. Or don't take my word for it. Take God's word for it. Look it up and find out. I don't want you to just blindly follow what I'm telling you. Okay? Everybody got it? All right. So, nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field. So, I'll take care of your stuff... And your stuff is going to bear fruit. Good stuff is going to happen. This is the promise. And all nations will call you blessed, for you will be a delightful land, says the Lord of hosts. Sound like good promises to me. As far as I'm concerned, you can't afford not to tithe. You choose. What do you mean he's saying you choose? Why do we talk about tithing and giving? Why do we talk about this stuff? Because we want to further the gospel. We want to go further. We want to keep pressing forward. We want our kids to be impacted. We want our children downstairs to be impacted. We want these guys to go out in the world and tell people about Jesus. We want you to go out into the world and tell people about Jesus. We want your kids that aren't even born yet to go out and tell... Don't worry. It's okay. You guys are done. Okay. Uh, about Jesus. Well, we have to have funds to do that. We do. We do. We want Jonathan here. And you could think for whatever reasons, but I got two really selfish reasons why I want him here and I want him part of what's going on. I wonder what? Do I need to explain it to anybody? You've got two selfish reasons. I can't afford not to tithe. I believe that if I give 10%, God's going to do more with that 90% than I can do with the 100%. And not only that, he's going to change my kids' lives because of that. You've got a vested interest in this too. Grandma. (laughs) It's true. I don't want to stay where we are. I don't want to get stagnant. I want to keep pushing forward. Does anybody want to join me? Let's get serious about this. Let's go forward. Let's not go backwards. We need to keep going forward. It's important. That's why we talk about tithing and giving. Let's go on to giving. Because there's a difference. Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you don't you hate opening the Cheerios box and it's only three quarters full? (laughs) I do. Why is it like that? Because when they package it, it's full. And then as it goes through shipping, it gets pressed down, it gets shaken together, it settles in, and then you only get three quarters of a box of Cheerios instead of a full box. Now, why don't they have a shaker gidget on the line so that when the box gets filled up, come on, Pastor Shane, I need an amen, why don't they shake up the box while it's on the assembly line and then when we open it, it's a full box? Thank you. (laughs) Isn't this fun? Church is so much fun. I love this. Okay, Why don't they do that? But this is what God is saying. Give and it will be given back to you. We're not talking about tithing now. We've moved over on this other side of giving. Give, it will be given back to you, pressed down, shaken together, pouring over. This doesn't make sense to the world. It doesn't make sense. Giving to the world is getting on YouTube, dumping a bucket of ice water over your head, and I'm not taking away from this. This was a good project. Dumping water over your head, and then you make a donation, and you get a tax receipt back. That's the financial benefit that they see. Okay? There's nothing wrong with that. We dunked water on our heads. I didn't have as much ice in mind, but you know. Okay? Good pro, great idea, great thing. raise money for a great cause. And unfortunately, one of our guys checked out last night who had that. Okay? Heartbreaker. I got the, the email in the middle of the night last night. Great guy. Okay? But God's math doesn't add up to the world's math. Sure, you get a tax receipt. But we're talking about a promise of God here. Give and it will be given to you. This is a promise of God. If you give, it will be given back to you. How does that work? I don't know. God's loaded. Does it really matter? Like, try a minute. What do you got to lose? But so much to gain. Another one. We're going to read a bunch of verses here. You may want to scribble this one down 2 Corinthians 9, okay? Remember this whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. Whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided, decided in your heart to give, okay? This is important stuff right here. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. If you're giving and you have a smile on your face, that's what God wants. Smile. Be happy about it. Woohoo! God has blessed me enough that I can do this. Oh I don't know. There's a difference. God loves a cheerful giver. He gave us everything we've got. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have my cool motorcycle. I'm thankful for that. He gave me my paintball gun so I could shoot my closest friends. (laughs) I'm thankful for that. If he didn't give it to me, I wouldn't have it. God loves a cheerful giver. And God, I'm not making this up, and God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Having all that you have and all that you need to Abound in every good work means that you'll have everything you need to take care of what God wants you to take care of and go and do what God wants you to do, and you'll be able to do it, and it won't be a problem. Sound like a great idea? Anybody's wallet's loosening up a bit? (laughs) Sorry, we're going to have some fun with this, okay? Okay. I want you to get this. This is for you guys. This is for me too. Okay. As it is written, they have freely scattered their gifts to the poor. Their righteousness endures forever. Now, he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way so that you... Can be generous on every occasion, and through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. So that you can be generous. He's not just giving you stuff so you, you can hoard it all up for yourselves. He's giving you stuff so that you can be a blessing to somebody else. And who knows? When somebody was in trouble, was somebody else a blessing to you? I can put my hand up. When I was in trouble, somebody was a blessing to me and to my family. My family might not be here today if it wasn't for that. Somebody gave. So God doesn't just give you this. God doesn't just bless you that you can be blessed yourself. He, he loves to see me riding around on my bike. He's good with that. And he likes all the pieces of chrome I put on it. He's good with that. He loves hearing me do karaoke when I'm on my, on my bike. He, he's good with that. But he didn't just, not everybody else. Robert doesn't like riding with me because I sing when I'm riding, but uh, he'll get over it. But he loves that. But he didn't just give me, he didn't just bless me so that I could hoard it all, he blessed me so that I could be a blessing to others too. The service that you perform is not only supplying the needs of the Lord's people, but is also overflowing in many expressions of thanks to God. Because of the service by which you have proved yourselves, others will praise God for the obedience that accompanies your confession of the gospel of Christ, and for your generosity in sharing with them and with everyone else. And in their prayers for you, their hearts will go out to you because of the surpassing grace God has given you. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. So, we got a principle here. Number one, we've got the tithing principle we talked about. Okay? Now we're on to this giving principle and this giving promise. We've been talking about God's promises so that if you give, he's going to bless your socks off. Okay? So you can in turn be a blessing to someone else. I'm not making this up, look it up, I I want you to look it up, I want you to research it, I want you to take time, pour over it, spend some time reading God's word, make notes, scribble in your Bible, whatever you do, don't just take my word for it, I want you to take it and look it up and use it and see what God's word says. And I'd be happy if you came back and said, hey, you know, I looked into that and yeah, that was right on or you know what, I looked into it and then I I found this, I'm, I'm not sure about this. What do you think? Go, Pastor Shane or Pastor Becky, they'd be happy to talk with you. I would be happy to talk with you. I don't mind being challenged. Okay? I'm good with it. Come and talk to me. So, what's the difference between an investment and a gift? I was going to pick on Jason if he was here, but what's the difference between an investment and a gift? Think about it for just a second. Why would I pick on Jason? Because he works on investments. Okay? Here's an investment. I'm going to take money, and I'm going to give it to Jason. Jason is going to invest it, hopefully wisely. Okay? He's going to invest that money, and I'm expecting a return. I give Jason money, I want him to give me back more. That's an investment. Everybody understand what I'm talking about, okay? You want to buy yourself a Tim Hortons, okay, a license to print money. Go buy a Tim Hortons. You're going to spend that money, but the point of spending that money is you are expecting, you're investing in Tim Hortons to Tim Hortons to give you back money. Because all of those people, much like myself... Drive right on by, and if you're driving a government vehicle that has red and blue lights on it, black and white on the doors, the vehicles automatically pull in there. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, you guys make fun of us, all right? And it's got to stop, because you all think that we drive in there. I'm telling you, the car automatically drive. I don't even want to hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> you're <what I'm> <laughs> <laughs> this morning I did a sleep test. Yes. <laughs> See, there's, you guys, I, I feel so, I feel so stereotyped. Come on. <clears throat> the cars automatically drive in there, Joe. I'm telling you. They do something up in a with those cars. I don't know what they do, but they just automatically rrr, right in. Okay? That's an investment. You invest money because you are, want back. You're gonna, you want back. You're expecting to get back. Okay? Everybody get that. What's the difference between that and a gift? Yeah, what was that? You expect, nothing. you expect nothing back. Hear the difference? You expect nothing back. You go and give, and I don't expect anything back. So, it's like this. Look, he's itching already. He's jumping, right? Right? See, if I give him that, I'm not expecting anything back. I can't believe it's still in his hands and not in his pocket and buried, right? (laughs) I'm not expecting anything back. I just give it to him. Now, you know, he's going to, good boy, thank you. I don't expect it back. I just give it to him. There's the principle of giving, When I first got married, she knew this story was coming. When I first got married, Heidi would do anything for a Mars bar. That's some, yeah, oh, Heidi, that's some cheap fun. They were 50 cents back then, right? Like, you know. So I I love getting back rubs. We call them rub backs at our house. So, you know, if I like... mm, you know, I'd stop off at the store on my way back. I'd buy a Mars bar, maybe an extra one to have just in case, you know, it was too short. Uh, you know, and I'd give her a Mars bar, and I'd get I I'd, I'd, I'd like, I would get a, a, a rub back. I don't remember that. Oh, I do. Do you want a Mars bar? <laughs> <laughs> doesn't like them anymore. Okay? So, one day, <clears throat> newlywed, you know, we're just working through this process, right, men? You know, <laughs> you know yeah well no it's fine no it's fine don't worry it's good so one day I come home and I give her a Mars bar and I take my shirt off because I wanted a back rub that was it just the shirt okay I and I want a back rub and she looks at me and she says well what are you doing that for well I just gave you a chocolate bar well did you give it to me or are you expecting something back I don't want to hear anything more from you, Celeste. <laughs> Good for you, Heidi. I thought you were my—I thought you were my friend. So she says to me, "What? You're, you know—is is it a gift, or are you just investing, or are you just giving me something to get something back? Because if you're giving me something to get something back, then it's not really a gift, is it?" So that didn't go so well for me. <laughs> Now, I got to come up with other plans. <laughs> Anyways, I'm learning. I'm learning, okay? But that's it. So, if you're, you, you have to understand. And why I tell you that story is because when we're talking about giving in the Bible, there's a principle there that if we give, it will be given back to us pressed down, shaken together, overflowing. That's the promise. That doesn't change. But it can't be an investment. We can't give to God just to expect back. I don't give my money to God because I'm expecting that he's going to give it back to me. I know he's going to. I know he's going he's to do what his word says. But I don't do it because of that. I'm not making an investment. When I give God money, I don't make an investment and say, Okay, God, when's it coming? Where is it? I need $100, bucks. i got to pay this bill, so I'm going to throw 20 bucks in the offering plate. Okay, God, that's it. Where is it? That wasn't a gift. Everybody understand the difference? So we just give to God because we love Him. We just give to God because He is so good to us. We just give back to Him because we love Him. And know that you know that you know this principle will kick in, that that promise will kick in, and He will bless you but we don't do it for that reason. There have been times when this has been preached and it becomes all about going to church to get blessed. I'm going to go to church and I'm going to give money so God will give it back to me and God will bless me. That's not the way it works. I'm sorry. Sowing and reaping is a biblical principle. It's real, but just give. Just give. Just give. That's it. Okay? Everybody understand? Okay. Here's where we go. Don't shoot the messenger. Don't get mad at me. And Pastor Shane and I have talked about this quite a bit. Okay? Here's the question. Hit the space bar, Bonnie. Special effects. Does the New Testament church have to tithe? There's the question. Does the New Testament church have to tithe? Well, let me throw a bomb in the room. And we tend to be scared to talk about this. But really, there's no real reason. There's no, in the New Testament, nothing to say, thou shalt tithe. Okay? Don't get mad at me. I'm going to clear this up for you in a minute. Don't shoot the messenger. Does the New Testament say, thou shalt tithe? No, it does not. Not that I can find. Not that we can find. It's just not there. Okay? But let me ask you this. I'm going to process through this for you. Okay? Does the principle change? Does the promise change? No, it does not. Okay? It doesn't change. So, when we talk about tithing, there is a promise in the Bible, in the Old Testament, that if you do this, that God will do more with your 90% than you will do with your 100 It's there. That principle never changes, okay? So, if we take God's word and we look at the Old Testament and say, well, Old Testament's gone. Jesus came. We have a new covenant now. Okay? A whole new game. We're going to forget about everything the Bible says in the Old Testament. No. Then, let's just throw... I know the plans I have for you. We're going to throw that one out too? We're going to throw them all out? No, we're not. Here's the difference. Old Testament, there was a set of rules. There was the law. There was a procedure. If something happened, you did something, you went through a process for sanctification. You... Killed two goats and killed a dove, and then you went and went to a festival, and whatever else it was that you had to do, it was this law, this set of rules that you had to go through. Okay? Jesus came, and it didn't become, when Jesus died, it didn't become about the rules, it became about the heart. It changed. It became about your heart. It became about what was in your heart. It became about why are you doing what you're doing. So tithing was a a, a give, give, give. And if you didn't give, you were robbing God. Okay, that was the rules. Thou shalt do this. Changed when it went to the New Testament when it it, when God came and actually let us know what He wanted, He wanted relationship. He wanted to have a relationship with Him, with us. That's why He came. And it then it became it not became about the rules that this guideline, you should do this. It became about, I love you, you love me, give, and I'm going to give it back to you. It became about that. So the tithing principle, the rules about the, the, the promise that was in the Old Testament. It still exists. If you tithe, God will bless you. God will take care of your stuff. And God will, your stuff will produce fruit. It doesn't change. That's still there. Okay. Same thing with, I know the plans that I have for you to prosper you. They're still there. Those, those promises are still there. They haven't changed. But now, it's not about the rule. It's not about thou shalt give 10%. It's about your heart. Give from your heart. Give generously from your heart. Don't be stingy. God's blessed you. Don't sit on your wallet and, and and lock it up. Be generous. Be generous with what God's given you. 10% is a good guideline. It's a good start. It's a good place. It's a good jumping point. There's promises attached to it. They're still there. Okay? Look at, if you want me to explain it even further... Look at, the, look at the, uh, uh, the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not, thou shalt not, thou shalt not, thou shalt not, thou shalt not. Whole bunch of rules. When you go into, when, when, when they ask Jesus, well, what about this? What about these laws? Jesus said, we'll sum it all up. We'll put it all into twos right there. We'll make them really simple. Love God with your whole heart and love your neighbor as yourself. That's a hard issue. If you do those two things, the rest of it, it doesn't matter because you're not going to do it anyways. If we would all, if every one of us, okay, if every one of us would follow those two rules, we could throw the criminal code out. We don't need it. The criminal code is like the law from Leviticus. You get, you you start... (coughs) You know, don't read Leviticus at 12 o'clock at night, okay? It, you know, unless you really get a rise out of that, it's going to put you to sleep, okay? You should read it. You should read it. Uh, well, try the criminal code in a cruiser at 12 o'clock at night, trying to sort through what it says, and guess what happens? Your boss is knocking on your window. You still awake? You know? <laughs> Right? It's boring, it's dry, but we don't need a criminal code. We don't need law. We don't need that because what it says is that if we love God with our whole heart, all of us all of it we have in us, and we love our neighbors ourselves, we're not gonna do all that other stupid stuff that we don't need to be, we don't need to be told not to do it. Hear what I'm saying? I'd love to throw that book out. One day we get to, right? One day when we get up to heaven, there is no criminal code. There's no law. We don't need it. Because we're just going to love on Jesus. He's going to love on us. We're going to treat each other like we should treat each other, like brothers and sisters who love each other. We're not going to be nasty with each other. We're going to treat each other well, with respect. And we're all just going to go party and love being around God. He's going to love being around us. And what a day it will be. Hoorah! So, tithing. True promises. True promises still in existence today. But don't do it under guilt. Don't do it under a feeling of condemnation if I don't do it. Just know you're kind of missing out. Okay? Don't do it because you feel guilty if you walk out of here and, oh, I didn't do it this week, or I'm, I'm behind three weeks or whatever. Don't do it because of that. Don't do it under condemnation. Do it under love. And I think sometimes, as sometimes, and maybe, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but, you know, sometimes we're scared to preach this message because we think, wow, we're giving everybody a, you know, oh, they don't have to tithe, well, we're going to be shutting the doors in the church. No, you know what? You guys are mature enough. you got enough of God's Word in you to know. You understand grace. You understand love. You understand giving, okay? And we need to do that. And you understand to do it out of love. We're mature enough to understand just do it out of love. Don't do it because you have to. Okay, let me say something else. It's really frustrating at times when people do well, when God blesses someone. Okay, sometimes people get jealous. Don't do that. Don't do that. Go find out what they're doing. Don't be jealous because, you know what, there's an opportunity to learn something here. So-and-so's doing something right. What is it? I'm going to find out. Go and ask. Don't get jealous. Go and ask. And you know what? Dave, I want to see God bless your socks off, brother. You and Mary, I want to see the two of you, I want to see you guys blessed beyond your wildest dreams. That would make me happy. You too. I'd love to see you Blessed beyond your wildest imaginations with the coolest beard trimmer that you could ever find. (laughs) I would love it. I would love to see... I'd love to see that. Carlos... I'd love to see you, man, settle off in retirement. I don't want to see you January, February, March. I'd appreciate if you'd send your tithes and your offerings in <laughs> while you're gone. But I'd love to see you guys down south somewhere sunning yourself on a beach and enjoying being together and enjoying retirement. Come on. That makes me excited. I'm not jealous about that. I'm happy about that. You guys are going to miss me when I retire. I got eight and a quarter more winters to work. You guys are going to miss me January, February, March. It's going to hurt you deeply. You are going to miss me terribly, but I am going to be somewhere hot. See you in April. (laughs) Sorry, Heather. (laughs) See, I'm breaking hearts already. I will, and you know what? Be happy for me. Be excited for each other. Let's get excited for each other and see what God does and see how God blesses you. You cannot afford not to tithe. You cannot afford not to give because if God's word is true, we believe God's word is true, buckle up, throw it in the plate. Let's do something for God. Let's make a difference in our world. Let's make a difference in our lives. Let's make a difference in our kids' lives. Let's go out there and change some stuff and trust that God's gonna bless your socks off beyond what you could ever possibly dream about. We're Pentecostal, we're making noise. Boy, I think it's swinging from the chandeliers. It's great. <laughs> Please don't. Okay. I want to share this with you. We're almost done. Here it is. What's that, Heather? I love you so much. You're such a sweetheart. Are you picking on me again? Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. Okay? So, when you give, just do it. Nobody needs to know. Just do it. Throw it in the plate, cover it up, whatever you do, just do it and... Because we don't give to get, but when we give, we know that we're going to reap a harvest from it. It's coming because that's what God's word says, okay? So just give. Put it there, give, and that's it. There's no reason. I mean, we, we, we God, uh, like, God wants to bless you. And I said this at the beginning, I say this now. If you're visiting with us, I'm not doing this to loosen up your wallet so you throw money in our offering plate. That's not what I'm saying. Go back to wherever you go to. If you go back, wherever it is, take these principles and use it. I'm not trying to take your money from you for here. Okay? If you do, then that's great, but I'm not trying to do that. So don't go back and, you know, don't ever say that, you know, Pastor Corey was was all about trying to get our money. I'm not trying to do that. But like I said, it's a pastor's message. It's from us, okay? It's from us for you. We want to move forward. We want to keep going forward. And I want to finish up with this. And then Pastor Shane, maybe, um, maybe you want to add it. I don't know if you want to add anything to it. But maybe, Ivan, if you can hook up Pastor Shane with the, with the microphone. Um, last one there, Bonnie. Bradford Community Church needs your generous, glad-hearted, ongoing giving to advance the kingdom of God. Don't sit back and wait and expect someone else to do it. If you're part of this family, if you're part of Bradford Community Church, or you're part of another church, another church family, be faithful in it. Take some time and do it. Try this stuff out. Try it out and see what God does. See how God changes things. We need to... We need to. We need to push on forward, Pastor Shane. We need to keep on going. Come on up. Um, we need to. We need to do that. We need to advance the kingdom of God. Um, subject to whatever you think, but you know, maybe uh, there's. We can't talk about giving and not have them opportunity at the back. There's buckets here to put in. But, anyways, I'll leave that with you. So, for sure, no pressure at all.
1: No, I'm feeling the pressure. It's Are you? Okay, yeah. <laughs> Listen, we love you. Okay, that's, that's why we say what we say. And Pastor Corey and I had, did talk about this together. So all the things that Pastor Corey shared this morning, we've talked about it. This is, this is our heart. We want to give you truth. We're not trying to burden you. We're not trying to make you feel guilty. This is truth. And so um, we pray and we hope that as going forward, yes, we want to advance. We want to go forward in God's kingdom. We absolutely do. And this is just a principle that's true. And that is our job. It's our job as pastors to share the, the principles of God's word. And, you, and if you've been going here long enough, you know that we don't talk about this all the time, do we? No, we don't talk about this. We don't rail on you about this, but this is part of God's promise. And our heart is to, is to understand that this is part of God's promise. That this is a conduit of his blessing. This is a way to receive all that God has for us. So let's, let's get on board. And maybe that's challenging for you. and Maybe you're sitting here and saying, I don't, I don't have two nickels to rub together. Man, I feel bad about that, or I don't know if I can really do that. Look, just talk to God about it and say, you know, God, what can I do? Is there anything that I can give? And that's all God cares about. He just wants you to have a generous heart. Now, if we're looking into ourselves and looking at our own lives and looking at our own finances, and we think to ourselves, "Well, well, if I give to God, then I won't be able to have this and 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 this," then maybe, maybe you need to talk. You need to ask God. God, do I need to be more generous? Do I need to be? Do I need to? Do I need to trust you a little bit more? So that's what it's all about. Because any, you know what? Anything that you love, you give money to. Mm-hmm. I love sushi. It costs money. You know, I started to drink coffee. It costs money. Right? You start to let li- you like cars. It costs money. You want to go on vacation. It costs money. You know why? Those are the things you love. Those are the things you love to do. I love Jesus. And I'm willing to give. And the, the most amazing part about that is that in the end, it's better for me anyway. It's better for you, it's better for everyone. So that's all we want to say. It's not about pressure, it's just about truth. Amen? Let's pray. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you that we have such amazing promises. God, such amazing promises. And and I just pray, Lord God, that we would be able to, that I pray that not one person here would feel that they are being guilted into giving. God, I pray that not one person here would would take this the wrong way as someone trying to convince them to to do something that they don't want to do. Father, I just pray that you would just allow the word of God that has been spoken so well today to infiltrate our hearts and that we would respond to you, that we would respond to your word. We pray, God, and I believe that we are advancing. God, that this is a year of advancing, that we are going forward, that we are growing bigger, that our roots are going deeper, that we are, our trunks are getting stronger, and God, our fruit is getting more and more and more, Lord God. I believe it with my whole heart, Lord Jesus. And God, as we advance, as we go forward, Lord God, I pray that we would continue to be generous with all of our hearts so that we can invest into the great things of God. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. God bless you, church, and uh, have a wonderful day. It's nice and sunny out and getting a little bit warmer. So just uh, would you take a moment and just welcome each other. just, Just talk to each other before you go. Just take five minutes and say, hey, you know, we go to the same church.